from Hamster Wheel Publishing. This is Freewheeling. The show that answers your questions about veterinary business and leadership. With me, Dr. Dave Nichol. Hey everybody, today's question is, can I improve my listening skills? And if so, how do I do that? Uh, This is a great question because uh, listening is the absolute foundation to building rapport. And rapport is the the thing you just can't get past if you want to help people, whether that is helping their pets or whether that's helping uh, helping your colleagues. If people feel listened to, if they feel they're in, you're in rapport with them, then, then they're much more likely to want to engage with you, stay engaged with you, listen to what you want them to do or you would like to happen um, and just have a much more positive interaction. So how do, you, how do you go about doing that? Well, the first thing is, Remember the old adage, two of those, one of those. Okay, it's, it's the absolutely number one mistake that people make is talking way too much, listening way too little. The way to listen, and, and the best things you can do is go to active listening, okay? So if, if you were to be speaking to me just now, and I am distractedly well, looking someplace else, or you know fumbling around in a drawer in the exam room, or if I'm on my phone, or if you've got an Apple Watch. Apple Watches drive me crazy, by the way, uh, because you, you ever spoke to somebody with an Apple Watch? What do they do every like three seconds? They look at their watch, and you're like, Am I boring you? Like, have you someplace else to be? And, and so I will have clients do that. I'll have customers in the exam room do that. You'll have friends do that. And you think, take the freaking watch off. I'm going to throw it in a bin. Right? It, it's, it, it's rude, but it's also you, you're breaking someone's rapport every time you do it because you're completely showing somebody you're not listening. Right? So how do you actively listen? Well, number one, maintain eye contact. Okay. Um, number two, don't talk over somebody. Let them talk. How do you get somebody to talk? You ask them open questions. So when somebody brings a pet into your exam room, for example, um, one of the best questions you can ask them is to say, hey, so what are you here for today? Or how can I help you today? Or, or what seems to be the problem for you today? Right? Any question that starts in what, they tend to be absolutely great questions to lead in just about any situation you find yourself in with. Someone's mad with you, what happened? Someone rings in an injured pet, hey, what happened? What's going on? Great question to start with, what, okay? And then really good listeners, just zip it. Okay, now a client might say something that's important or something you disagree with or something that gets you riled up. Just let them talk, let it all come out until they're done. And when they're done, you can say, is there anything else? Okay, now, as they're telling you things, if you say something that's important, you can go, oh, that's interesting. And then you shut up again. Or you just nod your head. Or, you know, work on your expressions. Like, a a lot of us are very high IQ, intelligent, right? But not very high EQ. And that means we're not brilliant at sort of identifying emotions in others. Not necessarily great at identifying them in ourselves. And not great at controlling them in others and ourselves either. Right? And so one of the ways you identify emotions in people is via facial expression. So if I am happy, I'm going to smile. A big Duchenne smile with the creases at the eyes and a big grin. If I'm mad, I'm like, scary eyes, crazy eyes, right? If I'm curious, what does that look like? Maybe a raised eyebrow, 
you know, maybe some furrow lines across there. I've got plenty of them. I don't think we can airbrush them out. Um, maybe, a, maybe a hand on the chin. Hmm. You know? Okay, so I'm caricaturing a little bit. But when I'm listening to somebody, what do dogs do? Like, if you struggle with human emotional intelligence, what do dogs do when they're curious? What do they do? They go, huh? Don't they? They tilt their head. We do the same thing. So if you're curious and you're listening, you just tilt your head. Like, slightly furrowed, furrowed brow set, tilt your head. There's curiosity, okay? All of these things show you're listening. Obviously, you've got to do them at the right time. They tell you that they're worried their pet's going to die. That is not the right time to be going, or having a laugh or something like that, right? So it's all about timing the, the expressions, the, the, the interactions that you have, okay? So ask open questions, step back, listen, nod your head, make noises, hmm, okay, all right, anything else, encourage them to speak more, and, and when you get to the end of it, okay, that's, that's you hearing, but the really important thing to build some form of empathy bridge and to build trust with a person is that they understand you listened. And hearing and listening are not the same thing. Right now, I'm hearing the noise of the air conditioning. I'm hearing seagulls in the background. I'm not listening to them. I'm not, like, I, I can hear road traffic noise, right? I'm not listening to it. I don't know what cars are going past just now. I'm not tuned in. I'm tuned into what I'm doing just now. If I, if I were having a conversation with you, I'd be listening and tuned in to you, okay? So how do we make somebody know that we've genuinely and deeply listened? And most importantly, we've got to take this a little step further, that we've understood. Because ultimately, that's what everybody who is saying something wants to be, is understood. That's the purpose of us making that noise that comes out of the front big hole in our face, right? Is to be understood, right? So how do we do that? And the answer is really simple. We just repeat back what we have understood that they have said. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Emma, one of the things that you've been concerned with, with Pookie today is that um, not being himself, not been exercising as much and seems really uncomfortable and doesn't want to jump up on the, on, on the couch and have a rest with you and watch TV. Did, was, is that it or did I miss anything or is there anything you'd like to add? Right, because when I do that, not only have I, have I let Emma talk, not only have I nodded and agreed or made curious noises, but then I've repeated back what I've understood. And if I got the right message, she's going to make some form of affirmation of that fact. And now she knows I've listened. And we now have this really strong bridge. Okay, so it's super simple. Ask an open question. Shut up. Open your ears. Shut your mouth. Make nods keep eye engagement, you know, show that you are engaged and, and paying attention to what they're saying, then repeat back what they've said to you so you check in that the, the, the transmission of information has been effective. That is it. It's that simple. And that little technique will work in every situation with colleagues, with clients, with friends, with family, with anyone, right? So there you go. Simple little tip on how to improve your listening ability. And when you do that, when you listen better, your, your, your whole pathway, your whole interaction with clients will be better. Your likelihood of getting a better, more accurate diagnosis will be better because the information you're getting is much more robust and more likely to be accurate. And the, the likelihood the clients are going to say yes when you eventually recommend something to them is going to go up as well because they feel listened to, because they feel trusted, because they're engaged in the process.
All right, that's what I've got for you. So go give it practice right now. Go, stop listening to this and go start having a conversation and do some listening with somebody else. And please let me know how you go. Till the next time, be safe, be well, be happy. Thank you for listening to that episode of Freewheeling. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a rating or review on iTunes. That'd be much appreciated. Now, if you want to have your question answered, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's at Dr. Dave Nicol. That's D-R-D-A-V-E-N-I-C-O-L. I'll see you in the next episode.